Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Whiskey Sessions. This is Amats. I'm Deepim. It is November, which means that Thanksgiving is coming up, which is why in our top five for this episode, we are going to be covering the top five Thanksgiving foods. Because you need to know if you are cooking Thanksgiving this year or you are going to a Thanksgiving this year, what to have, what to go for. You can't fill up on the bad dishes, the dishes that don't make our top five. So that's why we're gonna we're gonna figure that out for you, so you know what to eat. But, we have anywhere from five to ten options. Yes. Once you get past number ten, too, forget it. Yeah, it's not even worth it. No. But we're even more excited because, be pimp, we have a sponsor. We do. We finally have a sponsor. It Final. may not be who you're expecting. Nope. But they did send us in some copy. So I'm going to read it. It's going right. to be our first ad on the, on the show we've been bought. Yes. Uh, and we just, uh, before you even start, we never said we couldn't be. No, we didn't. Actually, yeah. I think we openly uh, advertised for it. Several times we did. We have, I think we've been doing it for years. Yes. <laughs> we would just get together and we weren't even recording it we would be like can someone sponsor us please please yeah <laughs> just as people can you please can you tell me <laughs> I had that I had that happen today I had to run a, a truck mm-hmm. for to do something and I, I I had to go on the toll road and I just it was a rented truck and I just said eh I pass. I just <laughs> went through all the I pass lanes. And then as I was coming back, I'm like, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> it's just one of those things where I'm like, I think I should be more of an adult by now and understand how these things work. But eh, whatever. Eh, whatever. We have a sponsor and I'm going to go into it now. I, I'm going to read it, how they sent it in. We may have to tweak this as we go forward, but we'll see how it goes. Their handwriting is bad. Yeah. So are you torn between wearing sandals and boots yes. well you no longer have to make a decision because there's only one type of foot covering that you need to consider wait what and it's made what did it just keep interrupting you <laughs> oh you're killing me <laughs> but it's great uh there's only one type of footwear that you sh- you need to consider going forward because it's made of space age polymers and it's foot bag yes you heard it right it's foot bag now if it doesn't sound appetizing to you to be wearing a bag on your foot... Just don't eat it. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's one option. But it's only the name, and it's just to get your attention, because really, these are more like another layer of skin <laughs> for your foot. <laughs> and if you find it tiring to hunt down people and cut off their skin and put their skin on their foot, we this is a better option. <laughs> this, is, this is a better option, because it's straight from foot bag. Yeah. And they're, <laughs> it may seem like a strange sponsor for us, but I welcome it with open arms. I'm wearing my foot bags right now. They sent us um, some samples. Oh, yeah. And I can tell you, I haven't had another man's skin on my feet in a long time, but uh-huh. this blows it out of the water. So I'm fully behind this. I'm excited to work with foot bag. Oh, yeah. I'm a little, I mean, they're our sponsor. I shouldn't be saying this, but the name's a little uh, clunky. Not, not great. But, you know, it's it's footbag. So get yours today. They can be found at Ted's Feed Store. Mm-hmm. They have them at Farm and Fleet. Definitely. And I, 
and I believe they actually have them at any dollar store. So even if your dollar store is called something else like Dollar Tree or Dollar General or whatever, there's going to be a foot bag stand at the end of all the aisles. So yes. go to your local store and find foot bag today. Right. No, and don't forget about our promo code. If you go to footbag.edu and you type in the whiskey sessions, you get one free bag. But it's just one. It's not a pair. Well, no, no, no. And then you got to pay double price for the second one. But, you know, like, that's how these things work. And there's shipping and handling and no cash on delivery. Oh, my God. And their shipping and handling was expensive. I believe I... it was. The foot bags are, like, $2.75 each. But then the shipping and handling was, like, nineteen ninety nine. Right. Because they actually ship it in a larger foot bag, which I don't yeah, really get. That's our, that, I'm work. I'm negotiating with the foot bag, foot bags. Uh-huh. That's the sponsor that I'm trying to get. Oh my God. They actually are the shipping provider for if, foot bags. If we could get them as the sponsor, forget the original foot bags. We want the foot bag, foot bags. Foot bag, foot bags. They're less, it's, they may not sponsor us because really they're not trying to get anyone to buy their product. They're Mm-mm. just, they're basically reliant on foot bags. Yeah. They seem to be actively discouraging it. Yeah, but but I'm still, you know, I, what I've always learned in my years on Earth is if you don't dream big, you can never achieve it. So true. I'm, I'm going for it. No, we are very excited to have Footbacks on board. Um, so the exciting news from two weeks ago was that we finally had a whiskey that got the boot. And if you're wondering what that whiskey was, if you missed the episode, go back and listen to that episode. It's all about the NBA. We don't care if you like basketball or not. But the whiskey that got the boot was Red Stag by Jim Beam, and it's a black cherry flavor. So we have another whiskey for this episode, and so we'll see if it gets our thumbs up, which would be this whiskey smooth, or our thumbs down, which is this whiskey gets the boot. Be pimp what whiskey do you have for him? Today we have Kirkland Signature. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. It's Costco whiskey. My favorite store brand by a country mile it's 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 their premium small batch bourbon so it's tennessee tennessee straight bourbon whiskey it's aged seven years now here's something interesting that i did not know until i got this home uh-huh it's 103 proof woo nice so it's i think it packs a wallop i'm gonna read you a little blurb about it before i taste it it's not so made in seattle is it what well, because Costco is from Seattle, so I always assume Kirkland is from Seattle, but I'm assuming they don't make their whiskey in Seattle. That'd be crazy. Well, like, I didn't even know Costco originated in Seattle. Yeah. Oh. That's why I like them the best. Also, they're the best to their employees, but, you know. Oh, yeah, that helps. That's a good thing. But no, this was distilled and bottled in the sovereign state of Tennessee. Oh. And um, it's actually Columbia, Tennessee. And it says, this Kirkland Signature small batch bourbon has been aged seven years in shard American white oak barrels. The complex... best type of white oak barrels. Oh, yeah. And it's complex aromas of caramel, molasses, citrus, and spice with a faint smoky background and a nice, long, rich finish. Wow. Well, I- I'm curious to see how it is. So they did, they did the big sell. I'm drinking this neat in a Woodford Reserve glass, so... Eh, it doesn't match, but I didn't see any glasses when I bought this. All right. So is this whiskey smooth, or does it get the boot? 
Oh, that's smooth, Daddy O. Yeah, back on the smooth train. It has. It, you know what? The finish is very long and rich. They were not lying. Nice. I gotta get some Kirkland brand whiskey. It was. It's good stuff. Huh. I've been looking for that like final reason to get that Costco membership. Like we have not a lot of sword space, so it doesn't make sense for a lot of things. But I will say, alcohol at Costco is cheap. And if you're telling me their store brand whiskey is smooth and definitely smooth, then I think it's worth it. It's really smooth. It's got a nice combo of it. It has that nostril burn mm-hmm. that you get with a good whiskey, a good belt of whiskey. And you want a little bit of that. And so I got that, but it's also, the combination with the nostril burn is not, when you're actually tasting it, it's not hitting your mouth in the same way where it's like a double double barrel blast of whiskiness. Uh-huh. It's very smooth in the palate, and it's got the burn in your nostrils. That, no, that seems perfect. Yeah, right. I don't know if that's a desirable thing, but yeah, that's what it's got. <laughs> Both nostrils? Yeah, I felt it in both. Okay, because you don't want, like, just the one nostril burn. No, it was even. Cool. Yeah, that's that's the key, just to have that evenness in your whiskey. They nailed it. Yeah. All right, good. I am glad we're back on the smooth train. That um, makes me feel good going into our top five, that we are going into it on a positive note, because... When we talk about our top five, and that is Thanksgiving foods, for a lot of people, Thanksgiving is maybe not necessarily a positive note. You're gathering a lot of family, maybe a lot of extended family. There's probably going to be some political differences in there. There might be some, I don't know, family history that no one wants to bring up, but is kind of the 800-pound, what is it, gorilla? Wait, how much is that gorilla supposed to weigh? I thought it was an elephant in the room. Oh, elephant in the room. Well, I'm mixing my metaphors. But the point is this. The worst thing that can happen is that your Thanksgiving food is bad because you decided to load up on the wrong things, which is why we're doing our top five. We're, we're doing it for the people. All those original pilgrims that landed here and took over the country. Yes. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it that far back. I don't want to think too hard about that. <laughs> But, but yeah, so we have our top five Thanksgiving foods. I kind of stuck, stuck with traditional-ish foods. Some of them might be a little bit on the periphery. How about you? I'm pretty much traditional. Okay, good. So we don't, we don't want to throw you for a loop. We're not saying that we're not going to name uh, a Thanksgiving food that is not a Thanksgiving food. Like tofurkey? Like tofurkey, exactly. All right, uh, but let's get into it. These are... Our top five Thanksgiving foods. More than four, less than six. It's the top five. B Pimp, what is your number five Thanksgiving food? My number five is that tasty, zingy, zesty green bean casserole. Oh, nice. That's a good one. That just missed my list, but that's a good one. I really like it, especially, I think my sister makes it when we have it at Thanksgiving, and it's she puts like breadcrumbs on top in hers and it's good you get those you get the green beans it's healthy but it's a casserole so it's satisfying it's it's a good good mix right another thing i like to see with that is putting kind of like um like breadcrumbs are great because you kind of want that bread type thing some people do like the breaded like onion type 
thing on their uh, green bean casserole. I like that a lot. Oh, yeah, like the straws, like the onion straws? Yeah, exactly, the onion straws. No, thanks. They, uh, that's key. But I think the key for me for the green bean casserole is those green beans got to be fresh. Oh, yeah, you don't want those stinky old green beans. Oh, my God. The difference between, like, old canned green beans and fresh green beans is huge. I, I want you to be growing those green beans in your yard all year long. Pick them just before you wash them and cook them. That is my either demand. That, either that or you have like a really reliable green bean man who delivers them to you. Right. I mean, if you don't have a good green bean man, what are you doing on Thanksgiving? I think green bean man is a, good, is a rapper I was listening to earlier. <laughs> yeah. It's, if he's not, he should be. All right. My number five is stuffing. And, Ew, I hate that. Oh uh, well, see, see, this can go a lot of ways. So some people. I don't mean to, I don't mean to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> Take a dump on your number five, but I don't like something. Well, okay, no, no, I don't blame you because I think this is gonna happen when you're going down these top fives, and like these disagreements are just part of Thanksgiving. But I, I feel like with stuffing, it can go a lot of ways. Any of these dishes can go a lot of ways, but. Stuffing is, especially has a lot of difference because some people cook it in the turkey and some people don't. I, oh, yeah. I usually don't risk cooking it in the turkey. I don't know how I feel about that. I remember going to one Thanksgiving and there were two types of stuffings, one cooked in the turkey and one not. And I believe my dad was the only one who ate the stuffing that was cooked in the turkey and got ridiculous food poisoning for about two days. Because we traveled for Thanksgiving, and we couldn't even... His food poisoning was so bad, we couldn't even go home for, like, an extra day. Holy cow. So you got to be careful if you are cooking that stuffing in the turkey. Very I mean, careful. you're shoving a bunch of crap in a turkey's <laughs> open cavity. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what the best case scenario is. No. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Maybe just don't cook your stuffing in the turkey. I don't know. Well, I think... is that the... But my question was, is it one of the drawbacks of stuffing it can be dry? Right. So, so is it that a way to... Are they trying to combat that by the juices from the turkey would keep it moist? Is that the thing? I that think it? that's the theory. That's, that's why you would cook it in the turkey. But, you know, another thing you can do is cook the stuffing outside of the turkey and put the drippings from the turkey on it a little bit later. Or couldn't you just get, like, a garden hose and just spray it? You can also do that. <laughs> there are ways to keep things moist. I, th I feel like that's, like, a, a major problem that a lot of Thanksgiving dishes have. They just end up too dry. And so they need, like, loads of gravy. But there, yeah, there are ways. Say, you, could get, you could hire a pre-chewer, too, to... to... To just swish it around a little bit and then let everybody eat it after that. that right. It'll all be pretty moist. No, exactly. But the key is, like, have separate roles for these people, okay? Don't have your green bean man be the same guy as your pre-chewer. Those are two <laughs> separate jobs. And if you're too cheap to understand that, then I don't know what you're doing on Thanksgiving. The pre-chewer makes the beats for the green bean man. No. Green, green bean man. Yes, exactly. I mean... It, I don't know. I don't want to tell you what to do on Thanksgiving. Like, we're, we are essentially just trying to give you suggestions. But at the same time, there's, like, just kind of, like, ob it's th they're the basics. 
you know? And well, if there's one thing you remember from this episode, it's that the pre-chewer is the Ryan Lewis to the Green Bean Man's Macklemore. <laughs> Finally, I was wondering when that comparison would come up. Yeah. All right, what is your number four? My number four is a boring choice. It's dinner rolls. Oh. Well, I mean, you want a good dinner roll, and they are essential to a meal. It's something I like because I don't, trying to get healthy in my, you know, and I'm in firmly in my 30s, I have to grow up a little bit and try to take control. Uh-huh. So I'm trying to get healthy, and I try to cut out bread a lot. Right. Because it's easy. It's an easy way to just, you know, eliminate some carbs, eliminate some unneeded filler. But I get really excited for the for those holiday meals when you get, like, you just make a tray of, like, fresh dinner rolls in the oven. Mm-hmm. And it's nice. It's a good, you know, you look forward to it. It's, like, warm. You can, you know, put butter on it, put whatever you want on it. And it's a good, it's something I like. And I, it sticks out to me every year when we have those. Now tell me this. Have you ever accidentally left dinner rolls in the oven for three hours? And then they oh, set yeah. up. <laughs> they, yeah, they turn into, like, projectile weapons. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Does Does every family do that at least once? Just yeah, I remember for... have, have, we've had some... It was probably when I volunteered to cook over something. Yeah, <laughs> just left them in there, totally forgot about it. And they are, like... So hard when you bring them out and black like, and hot. Yeah, yeah, they're like bricks. But everybody <laughs> wants to be like nice, so they try to eat it anyway. You just hear like loud crunching. But you know what I like to do? If I'm the person that made that mistake of leaving the dinner rolls in the oven, I don't want to say to the rest of the family that, "Hey, you don't need to eat these. I realize I ruined them." I want them to feel bad about not trying to eat the dinner rolls. So I kind of do want to see them like suffer through it. I, well, I mean. It's a holiday. Yeah. You gotta... That's one of the hallmarks. <laughs> Synonymous of, for the suffering through things. Yeah. No. Are we on your number four now? Yes. Mine is corn casserole, which I think is a little bit Midwest specific. At least growing up in Seattle, I never had this before. But Maggie's family has multiple corn casseroles at every Thanksgiving. And some of them will be covered in cheese. Some will not. I've seen dishes where they're trying to accommodate everybody so they half cover it in cheese. But I enjoy it. It's It feels like perfectly Midwestern to me. I mean, it's corn. And, uh, yeah, it's good. Well, not only do I agree with you, that's my number three. Hey, how about it? So, corn casserole. We should actually, before I get into corn casserole, or continue corn casserole, we should come up with a name for when one of our items leads into the other person's items yes where we have the same one back to back uh what, what would we call that like the perfect um, a, du- a double dip a double yeah a double dip is a good one okay but i have one truth from the last episode because we had kind of two of these in a row but i will say that i actually switched my number four and my number three from the last episode to actually allow this to happen twice just so I could keep talking about it. So that would be a like a dishonest double dip. That's a duplicitous double dip. A duplicit oh perfect. Duplicitous double dip. I like it. See, that default education didn't go to waste. No. Good to know. I like it. 
I like having a name for it. I do think I'm very scandalized by the fact that you are admitting this is like a point-shaving scandal. Yeah, no, exactly, it is. I was betting on our own top fives and taking money from them, even though I knew how they would turn out. This is ridiculous. I know. It's, no, it's awful. I mean, if you... I thought it couldn't get any worse than Harvey Weinstein, but... (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) But it was... We might have to cut that out. (laughs) No, I'm not cutting that out. (laughs) I apologize. (laughs) But, uh... No, from the last episode, I had... Originally, I said how good was Lonzo Ball going to be was going to be my number four, and how god-awful are the Bulls going to be as my number three, but because you actually already talked about him in the opposite order, I switched those two. You know, you're trying to make this podcast flow better. I can't even, I don't even no. know if we can do it at this it's point. It's shameful that I did that. Oh. I admit it. This top five Thanksgiving episode started out so cheery and positive. But now, yeah. now a new sponsor, foot bags. We we're talking about putting skin on your feet. It was just light and cheery, and now I don't know what to do. I and it just occurred to me, like, are they going to pull their sponsorship now? Well, if it if, if how many duplicitous double dips can they take? If they don't for that, it's maybe the Harvey Weinstein joke. Right yeah, there. it might be that. I don't, I'm not sure where their standards lie. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, it was nice knowing you <laughs> Yeah. All right, my number three is... It's going to come up at some point. Turkey. Boo. And, boo. Yeah, turkey has... I've had good turkey. I've had bad turkey. Turkey, in general, I, I don't think is that great. And this year, I'm going to be cooking turkey for the first time ever. So I'm a little nervous. I've been looking up different recipes to hopefully make it decent, but turkey is hard to work with. Are you going to make it in, like, one of those big deep fryers? No, I don't have that, and I don't want to set my house on fire. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to cook it in the oven, but I've seen this recipe where you essentially are actually cutting the turkey in half for the most part, kind of like splaying it out. And it will cook faster that way and crispier that way, apparently. Is that the Black Dahlia method? No, it's... Let me look it up really quick. It's it's actually uh, a method that somebody at work told me, actually the head of my company told me, and it's from a chef named Kenji, and it's from a website called Food Lab, which I was not familiar with, but it's his recipe, so that's what I'm going to try to do. Okay. And Are we going to get a turkey update? We will. So this is episode 24. I would say we'd probably get an update by episode 26, maybe 27. I'm trying to think of the sequence of things, but yes. So if it's at episode 26, it'll be one year after our podcast can rent a car legally. Right, exactly. So I, uh, I'll, I'll give an update for sure on the podcast, and I'm excited to try it. But that's why I can't... I mean, I feel like a great turkey would be number one, right? It's supposed to be the star of the show... But it's just too frequently not very good. I have to say, I used to have a weird thing. I'm going to keep saying, oh, I don't eat meat anymore. But um, when I did, I used to like lunch meat ham Mm -hmm. better than lunch meat turkey. But I liked hot turkey better than hot ham. Because I think hot ham is gross. I can see that. 
Uh, but I don't... Now, thinking back, I don't understand why... I feel like I told that story at multiple Thanksgivings, and it's like, why would anyone care about that? And now I'm telling it again. <laughs> well, no, I don't blame on, you. On the podcast. <laughs> and I've actually been to Thanksgivings, especially large ones, where um, they did both turkey and ham. Do they have chicken too, the heathens? Actually, now that you say it, I've also been to Thanksgiving where they, they might have had both of those and then also had chicken tenders for, like, smaller kids. Or me, if I was there. Or you, yeah, if you were there. Which I think chicken tenders at Thanksgiving, that's an abomination. Oh, I can eat chicken tenders anytime. Okay, well. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, dinner, it doesn't matter. Chicken tenders. Well, I mean, you are a vegan, so I think you should probably not do them anytime. When, when pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. That's also true. Although, I don't know why a bagel makes that okay. Well, it's a little teeny tiny bagel. Fair enough. They're, pro- they're probably trying to say, you know, it's small enough that it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's bite-sized. How could it be bad? <laughs> Alright, what's your number three? Uh, didn't I do... My number three is corn casserole. Oops, I meant your number two. Oh, okay. My number two is sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. I forgot about sweet potatoes. I love sweet potatoes. I lo- I like them even more now because I finally realized that, uh, which I think most people know this, but I'm dumb, that you, you're supposed to look for most colorful vegetable or fruit, and those are usually the healthiest because the yeah. color, the more distinct and like vibrant the color is, the more nutrients are contained within that fruit or vegetable. Interesting. That makes so, sense, I guess. Yeah, so if you're looking at, you know, potatoes, you, you can either get a white potato or, like, a russet or something. Mm-hmm. Or you, if you get a sweet potato where it's got that, that orange color to it, that's the better option. So now I'm trying to eat that. That's my health. It's the health minute. So um, I like them. Even before I knew that, I liked them. It's just... Uh, it's kind of an interesting thing. Like some people make it with, um, what do they put on? It's like marshmallows. Oh, I know. Like, why don't you kill any health benefit that dish could have had? Cover it in marshmallows. Or they put like candied pecans or something. Yeah. I've seen that too. I think I've seen both of them. They try to turn it into like lucky charms with potatoes. (laughs) Essentially. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I don't understand that. But I like sweet potatoes in any form. Um, chips, fries, they're, they're delicious. All and they're good. a good, uh, good Thanksgiving meal. Yeah, I hate to go more boring for my number two, but I'm going to go with mashed potatoes. And, you know, most people say mashed potatoes, they're at best a vessel for gravy. But I don't think that's true. And I think there are specific ways you can cook mashed potatoes to make them good. And I think one of the keys with good mashed potatoes, and this would not apply to you because you're vegan, but cook them in chicken broth. I've never heard of that. It makes them so much better. You cook them in chicken broth, make sure you're using plenty of garlic, but you don't have to overdo it on the garlic. You know, sneak a few other spices in there, make sure they're plenty salty, but I, I, I really think chicken broth is the key to good mashed potatoes. So that's why I that's honestly, my number two. I'm very intrigued by that. I can't do it, but I'm. I never knew that. I never heard of that idea. 
Oh yeah, got to do it. Okay. If that you was, ever... Well, I had, you know how you said some people say mashed potatoes, they're only a vessel for gravy, which is like, who would ever say that, first of all? Right. I don't know who this person is that you're making up, but nobody's ever said that. No one has. Mashed potatoes are my number one. Holy shit. Because they're more, they're not just a vessel for gravy. They're, gravy is like a, it's a riding on its coattails. Oh yeah, gravy should be so lucky. Gravy's not even, gra- I wouldn't have put gravy on this list if it was a top 50. No, I wouldn't have either. It would have been hanging in the back with cranberry sauce, saying, oh. screw that. Cranberry sauce. Gross. Can we do a bottom five Thanksgiving yeah. <laughs> I know two already. Cranberry sauce, it's like, it comes in a can, and it's in these little discs. Like, Ugh. what is that? Or no, is it just a log, and then people cut it up? Is that what happens? That's, yeah, I mean, the, usually I feel like it comes in a can, and then it comes out exactly the shape of of that can including like the metal ridges it does have that yeah right yeah why is that something that is known as a food i i have no idea my dad is the only one who would my mom would get it specifically because my dad likes it and he's the only one who would ever touch it yeah i i I don't get it but mashed potatoes let's hear it why why it's my number one yes because they're delicious they are thank you and I know it's starch, and I know blah, 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 and I just got done saying sweet potatoes are healthier, but guess what? Mashed potatoes are the best. You can eat. I can eat a, just a big bowl of mashed potatoes as a meal. I don't need it to be a side dish. Would you because... ever consider leaving the potato skins in? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. that. Is... I had a good recipe down before I, I couldn't eat butter anymore, and it was, like, it had garlic involved, it had pretty good heaping helping of butter and milk mm-hmm. to make it nice and nice and creamy oh you so, gotta make them creamy yeah yes. but if you have the skin in there it gives it some extra texture which is nice then, i like it yeah it's good and then you salt and pepper you know whatever you gotta do and it's good it's good stuff yeah i mean i was gonna say with mashed potatoes like uh, another Thanks. I would say this is not a Thanksgiving food, which is why I didn't put it on the list. But occasionally I've cooked potatoes au gratin, which I also love to do. And that is with cheese? Yeah, it's with cheese. I like to put in a little bit of onion. Um, But it's like, yeah, cream base and cheese. And I'll also put, uh, I'll cover it with a, a little bit of bacon bits as well. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, real fancy. Super not vegan, <laughs> but... I know, it's funny. When I first lost a bunch of weight back in college, I bacon bits was a key part of it because I had to eat salads, and I hated them at the time. So I was like, oh, if I put bacon bits on it, it's not that bad, and I could eat the salad. And I, yeah. that was like my bribe to eat salads. No, I mean, that's a good way of doing it. Sometimes a little bit can help. But I'm saying if you're trying to trick yourself into eating sweet potatoes by covering them with like candied pecans and marshmallows you're not doing it right yeah that's just a strange mix i don't even know when is an appropriate i mean maybe s'mores would be an appropriate time to eat marshmallows but yeah uh, not a big marshmallow candy. get the hell out of here with cotton candy, holy man. crap that's not even a thanksgiving food but i'm still putting it in my bottom <laughs> so now it's just bottom five foods yeah the first time i had thanksgiving or the first time i had uh cotton candy i was so i thought it would taste like a cloud or something even as a kid i was like whoa this is too sugary 
it tastes like if you took a piece of paper, got it wet, and drug it through sand. <laughs> exactly. It's disgusting. I don't even get it's it. Got, it's got little hard pieces. Ugh. Yeah. Circus peanuts, too. Bottom five. Get the hell out of here. Ah, disgusting. All right, my number one is pumpkin pie. Okay. You know, this was a tough one. I didn't have a clear-cut number one. I'll admit it. But you get that nice, good pumpkin pie at the end. Hopefully I'm not too full. Uh, I don't really like Cool Whip or anything like that. So Cool Whip? Cool Whip. So I would say that preferably the pumpkin would not come from a can, although it's, it's, it's pretty rare that somebody would make a fresh pumpkin pie. I don't, I'm not even sure how you'd go about doing that. You probably have to cook the pumpkin, right? Right. That's a real pain in the butt, I'm thinking. Yeah. So, I don't know, but I do like... pumpkin butt. So, it's okay if the pumpkin is going to come from a can. But, if that's the case, I want to make sure it's spiced properly. I want the crust to be homemade. And if that's... If it's got that going for it, I love me a good piece of pumpkin pie. Put some brown sugar on it? Yeah. I used to really like pecan pie, but for some reason it's, it's a little too sweet for me now. So that's why I just missed my top five. I don't think I've ever had that. It it can be really good. Do you have any other honorable mentions? Nope. Nope. Yeah, mine were just pecan pie and then also the green beans with fried onion strings. But apart from that, get away from here with all your other crappy Thanksgiving foods. Yeah, I know. It's like... The holidays, like, so Thanksgiving has turkey, Christmas is ham, I guess, or Easter is ham, I don't know, but... I think like, Easter should be lamb, right? Oh, lamb, yeah. So if it's possible. like, it's always like a meat is associated with it, and I, I feel like, unless you get like a really good fresh turkey, like juicy turkey breast or something, mm-hmm. it's it wasn't that good. Yeah, turkey is rough. It's, um... Just, like, turkey is generally not very good. The only reason I put it on my list is because sometimes it can be, but more often than not, it's not that great. Yeah. And it's it's certainly the worst of our holiday-associated meats. Yeah. I'd almost, (laughs) if we're going to go with a meat, I'd almost rather Thanksgiving just be, like, hamburgers or something. Yeah, that would be good. (laughs) That'd be great. All right, that's... You make a hamburger into a turkey? Like... Put legs on it and a beak. Exactly. Let's talk to our sponsors at Footbags. We'll try to get this ball rolling of encouraging everybody to cook hamburgers at Thanksgiving instead. Hell, I don't even... Okay, this is the one thing. I actually like turkey burgers. Oh, yeah. Like, those are great. If we have to stick with turkey, let's just make them in burger form. Yeah, I would be down with that. Yeah, okay. I, um... Yeah, for sure. But if you have other Thanksgiving foods that we forgot about, maybe Thanksgiving foods that are specific to your family's Thanksgiving, email us at whiskeysessionsmusic at gmail.com or check out our Twitter feed. That's at Whiskey Sessions. And we will read what you wrote. <laughs> and uh, think about it and, and think possibly about it read it. And disagree. And if you even try to bring this cranberry crap, it's getting swatted. Oh, the cranberry lobby is strong. I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. But 
unless it's the cranberries and you're singing to me about zombies, I don't want to hear about it. Don't want to hear about it. If you ask me, you're 10,000 maniacs if you think the cranberries should be a good Thanksgiving food. <laughs> oh, now I'm thinking about Natalie Merchant. <laughs> All right, um, we got some emails that we need to read, and uh, if you have emails that you want to send us, again, send that to whiskeysessionsmusic at gmail.com, but let's get to those. These are your emails. You sent us emails to read. Emails! And now we'll read them. All right, B-Pimp, what is in the old email box? Inbox. Oh, we have an email of... Okay, I'm not going to say who it's from because it would ruin it, but he actually in- indicated that I should do an accent when I read this. Is it Shaq? <laughs> no. Okay, good. So, <laughs> Had enough of that guy. <laughs> it reads, Hello, I am offended at being left off your list of NBA storylines. I am a comeback attempt in Transylvania. Sincerely, Dalibor Bagarich. Oh, boy, we did leave him right off the list. We left Dalibor Bagarich off the list of 2017-2018 NBA storylines. Yeah. I mean, and for that, I I don't think... I can't even apologize. It would just be trite. I'm sorry, Dalibor. I'm sorry, too. It's just that it was a top five... If it was a top 27 million billion, then he would have been an honorable mention. Yeah. I think he could have reached that. Yeah. But I will be tuning into the Transylvanian basketball league to find out how he's doing. I'm curious. I bet like it's it's kind of like the San Antonio Spurs stadium. You remember when a bat came from the ceiling and Manu Ginobili sort of swatted it out of the air? Oh yeah. I'm guessing Transylvania has that problem in spades. And just left and right the players are swatting bats out of the ground. And they're playing Castlevania. Exactly. Theme song. Let's see. All right, what do I got here? All right, this is an email from Tom in Orlando, Florida. Hey, yo, Whiskers. How do you have a whole episode about the NBA and hardly talk about the magic at all? We're the real threat to the Warriors. Huh. Well, who's who's a player on the magic? <laughs> here's the funny thing. He says... How do you have a whole episode about the NBA and hardly talk about the Magic at all? That implies that we did a little bit talk about the Magic, and I don't think we did. Oh, I know. He got confused because I mentioned Magic Johnson once. Oh, he did get confused because he's a fan of the Orlando Magic, which must mean he's not very smart or paying attention. He has a, a filter where he just plays podcasts all day, and if the word magic is mentioned, it flags it. That that must be what it is. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, the Orlando Magic are terrible. I don't even know who's on that team. Aaron Gordon is still on that team. He's a good dunker. Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton, yeah. Uh, I think they still have Vucevic. Mm, do they? I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah, you're right. And then who else? That's it, right? They're a three-person team? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They don't even have a coach. No. <laughs> Not that I know of. I have no idea who the coach is. And Rob Hennigan left, so they don't have a GM. I don't know what's going on down there. I say they take that team and move it to Seattle. And then they can call it the Seattle 
we're not so magic anymore because we're back in Seattle and we're in the Supersonics now, bitch. Yes. I don't know how that would fit on a jersey, but they could do it. Maybe an acronym? I honestly couldn't even remember what I just said to make into an acronym. <laughs> no, me neither. I was I was going to give it a shot and then realize, ooh, I don't even remember the first word. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> even give you like three of those words. No. It's the Orlando, I can't, what? I say what now? <laughs> yeah. That are now in Seattle. <laughs> Please come back to our games, fans. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, if you have an email that you want to send us, again, send it to whiskeysessionsmusic at gmail.com. We will read it on the air in a future episode. But thank you so much for tuning in to this one. If you haven't yet, make sure you give us a five-star review on iTunes. If you give us anything less... Um, God, what is the punishment for giving less than five stars? We take all your foot bags away. We replace all your foods at Thanksgiving with cranberries. Oh, God. Yeah, we can do that, right? This isn't Saudi Arabia. No. (laughs) This isn't a country full of Harvey Weinstein. (laughs) I've done a good job offending a lot of different people. Yeah, we're getting there. I think that should be, now that we have sponsors, our our main objective should be to lose them. I worked out, We already have. I've seen I, to that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We don't know what the standards of footbags are. We wouldn't think they'd be so high, but you never know. Well, now we definitely lost them because you're insulting them. Well, their product is stupid. It is stupid. <laughs> I mean, when one of your selling points is you don't have to wear other men's <laughs> skin anymore... Yeah, exactly. What is that? Like, I knew I never had to wear it. I just enjoyed wearing it. They're just like, they're they're basically, their target demo is Hannibal Lecter. Mm-hmm. There's only one of those. Yeah. And Anthony Hopkins isn't even doing that character anymore. Uh, no. But, uh, yeah, all right. Uh, we are signing off. Thank you so much for listening. This is A Mets. A Beepin'. Peace out. Bye, your foot bags.